episode uh and man do i have a show for you tonight i've got a little bit of everything this is the first episode of the new year and after a two-week break um it's hard to do just one topic coming out of the new year Uh, i'm going to introduce a whole host of things that have happened while you and i were slumbering over our meals and dancing under mistletoe for christmas and new year uh, so, a few things. My wife is joining me today uh, to laugh at the scope of some of these issues that we are facing and maybe you guys heard of in the news but didn't get the full scoop. So, we're going to discuss that tonight in a, a roundabout rant session of some of these issues, a laugh. We're going to have a laugh or two, most likely, um, and, a, and a holy cow, that just happened kind of thing. Uh, so, episode 16, what just happened is kicking off right now. Amanda is joining me. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing? Fantastic. Okay, so some of these I know I have a little more insight than you do, um, obviously, but we can work together to kind of laugh at some of these things. So the first thing that is a major issue that I will get into in a coming episode is the Twitter files. So if some of you have been following Elon Musk is the new CEO of Twitter after the fiasco in court where he changed hands after $44 billion. Um, So there's that. So if you've kept up with it, Elon Musk, the modern-day Tony Stark, is now uh, in charge of Twitter. Uh, And the left is losing their minds uh, because he is releasing these files uh, that were back channels of the old CEO and old Twitter team, uh, basically outlining what they did to censor conservatives and any other voice that they didn't agree with. So that's, that's horrible um, because Twitter was supposed to be a platform in which all of us can come together and say what we want within reason and not be censored for having a different voice. But that's not how things worked in the old Twitter. So there's about eight or nine or so files coming out and we're not on Twitter. It's, it's weird. It's a different than Facebook um, you can literally tweet and send messages publicly. You can, you can tweet the president. You can tweet Elon. Not sure if they'll read all of them all the time. You can have large followings. You can have little as two followings. So it's, if, if you're familiar with Twitter, that's kind of the difference between Twitter and Facebook. Um, what you may not know, if you don't watch the news or listen to the national media on the radio uh, much, is that the FBI and, more importantly, the Biden administration has weaponized the big tech companies into crushing and silencing the conservative thought. And they're using big tech companies to do so without um, any legal ramifications to this day. But what Elon Musk is doing is releasing this plum of information detailing how far-fetched and how far-reaching the FBI, CIA, and the Democrats have gone to basically destroy the the First Amendment. And that is a problem. But that is for another episode. 
Um, if you're on Twitter, you can probably read those files as they drop. I think Matt Taibbi, one of the reporters, is currently doing one of the f- drops currently. That is going to be coming on a future episode, so stay tuned for that because I want to dive into all parts of those files um, at that time. Uh, next bit of news, if you're not familiar, um, we had an election in November. Um, and as you know, the Senate gained a seat for Democrats. The House went to Republicans on the slim majority. Uh, the problem with that is now we have no Speaker of the House currently because there is a faction of the Republican Party, the conservative faction, which small in stature, um, doesn't want McCarthy to be Speaker. Um, so that drama is voting getting taken place right now. McCarthy is still short of the 218 votes needed to become Speaker. Uh, the problem this presents is that while I agree that McCarthy shouldn't be Speaker, uh, the House conservative members of the of the caucus don't have anybody in place to to take his spot, and they don't have enough votes for anybody to step forward. Jim Jordan is not a viable replacement at this time. He does not want to be Speaker. He is vouched for Speaker McCarthy to become you know or McCarthy to become Speaker. So that drama is unfolding. You can catch that on Fox. You can catch it on wherever you watch your news. That's going to be happening. There's already four rounds of voting on that. So stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully in the next few days we will have information on that and we will have a new speaker um, for public and control because the importance of that, I'll break down the importance real quick before we get to the next topic. The speaker has to be in place before the actual committee assignments get laid out and the work of the investigations and anything legislatively, legislatively gets in play. So that is why it's important to get speaker, whoever it is, in right now so that everybody can be sworn in and the chairs of the committees can be assigned and work can begin on putting the brakes on the spending that the swamp is doing so and that's also will be more on a, on a later date uh next up is um the 1.7 trillion trillion with a t dollar omnibus spending bill that Congress decide to shove down our throats just before midnight and just before Christmas break. They have every year, they have 10 months. They have till September 30th to pass a budget. And at to that time, they have time to break up the bill into different parts and they can read it, debate it, pass it and break it down. But no, they didn't do that they decided that they didn't have enough time when September 30th came. So uh, they decided that they would cram 4,100 or 4,500 pages of the bill down our throats and then get out of town. Uh, And it's $1.7 trillion. Now they claim, at least the war hawks of the parties, claim that it's for defense budget. Uh, while I'm all for beefing up the defense budget, not at the expense of everything else that is in this budget. Uh, and for all, for all I know, we don't have $1.7 trillion to spend on any budget right now. Uh, and so House Republicans told McConnell, and they told uh, leadership currently, that come up with a continuing resolution for two weeks until they were able to take um, sw- uh, swearing in and get in control of the purse. That didn't happen because McConnell and his sycophants decided to pass the budget anyway 
and 28 Republicans, yes, that's right, 28 Republicans in Congress voted for this monster and passed anyway. So what's in it? Well, I'm about to share what's in it. Um, and I'll see if I can get Amanda to laugh as hard as I did at some of these. Oh, sure. You ready to respond? Yep. Ready and willing. We'll see how willing you are to, to hold a straight face. Okay. okay, so this is the bulk of tonight's uh, show because I felt it was important since this is a budget that we talk about this on a more profound level. All right, so uh, Representative Dan Bishop, he was kind enough. He is a representative from North Carolina. He's a conservative Republican. Uh, he was kind enough to tweet and pin his tweets in a session of readable um, versions of what's in the bill. And so I'm going to go through and tell you all, if you haven't heard, what exactly are some of the, the stupid provisions that are in this bill. Okay? $1.7 trillion, 4,100 pages of it. Okay? So the first part of this bill, or one version, one part of this bill, I don't know where it's at in the bill, but it expressly prohibits... Uh, CBP funding, that's the Border Patrol funding, from being used to improve border security. Now, he's highlighted this in his version of the tweet. To acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities, except for technology and capabilities to improve Border Patrol processing. So there's money in there for improving technology or maintaining technology but nothing to improve a processing. But here's the kick. We've got money to uh, highlight the fact that it's not going for our border, but there's $410 million towards the border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. $410 million. We don't get any of that border security money. But, you know, we care about security of the Middle East. What do you think of that? We can't even keep our own border secure. I mean, at all. So, that doesn't make sense whatsoever. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And it just shows how incompetent he is. Leader. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's the border. Democrats and Republicans decided that our border doesn't matter, but the border in the Middle East matters. Okay, so now in other portions of the bill, uh, 1.4 million for membership in global multilateral organizations, including the United Nations. So 1.4 million. No, actually, that's billion. 1.4 billion. Uh, which 96 million may remain until September 30th, 2024, provided that Secretary of State shall, at the time of submission of the president's budget to Congress under Section 1105A of Title 31. So, in other words, uh, 1.4 billion for membership in the UN and other multilateral global organizations, the same organizations that have no interest um, in maintaining that security. Uh, so another funny, uh, so now we have border security of Middle East. We have $1.4 billion to join the, to stay in the UN and other global organizations. We now have the word salmon appearing 
48 times in this bill. Salmon, that's right. Democrats and swampy Republicans value salmon more than they do Americans. Salmon are an essential element for the well-being and health of Alaskans. And there is a unique relationship between people of indigenous heritage and the salmon they rely on for substance and traditional and cultural practices. So they have considered the life of salmon to be more valuable than the life of an American. And what do you say the dollar amount is? What do you want to hear that, Amanda? The dollar amount for that? Something the outrageous? Yeah, take a guess. Few billion? Yeah. A few. You're just a little off. Okay. Uh, Actually, a few billion. It's actually lower. So surprisingly, sixty-five million dollars for salmon. Oh. Yeah, for necessary expenses associated with the restoration of Pacific salmon populations. I'm sorry. Is he just pulling that out of his pocket? Yeah, sixty-five million. Seems a little fishy to me. (laughs) Uh, Also, if you like bees, a bee-friendly highway. $3 $3 million for bee-friendly highways and also added another $5 million for salmon. Uh, so pollinator-friendly practices on roadsides and highway rights-of-way program under Section 332 of Title 23. $5 million shall be for cooperative service series of services and agreements with universities federal agencies, the National Academy of Sciences, transportation agencies, and nonprofit organizations to examine the impacts of culverts, roads, bridges, and threatened or endangered salmon populations. So we now have to watch out for salmon and culverts and highways. And tall people. Oh, yeah, and tall people, according to the New York Times. Tall people suck, and for the purposes of reprocreating you have to mate with a short person, but that's another topic for another day. Uh, so, and now that's not just salmon. We can't leave the other fish out. That would be discrimination, okay. right? Mr. Bishop goes on to say uh, they would feel left out. So here's another 65.7 million for international fisheries commissions. Now he notes, I don't know if you're caught on to this, but President Bush said this, I know the human beings and the fish can coexist peacefully. I remember that quote. Uh, this is what he was talking about. So they're spending money so that we can commingle with fish. If that's not uh, funny. Uh, so that's where your money is going. Border security and Middle East and fish and bees uh, can also share the highways with us. But does that really shock you? Because, I mean, people are putting litter boxes in classrooms and pretending to, you know defecate in the litter boxes and you know pretend to be anything else like a lamp or a unicorn none of this should be shocking to you anymore no it doesn't surprise me you can literally be a furry and you have to now watch out in your car for the bees and salmon on the roadways okay uh so here's a more note a sinister note something more cynical so there is at least 575 million for family planning in areas where population growth, quote, threatens biodiversity. Malthusianism is disturbing. Anti-human ideology that has zero place in a federal program, Dan says. He's right. This is some of the things you would hear in Chinese rule under Mao. This is what you would hear in Russia 
Ukraine, North Korea. Uh, so they're going to put $575 million. It says not less than $575 million should be made available for family planning, reproductive health, including in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity or endangered species. So in other words, they are going to make sure that you don't procreate in areas in which you are threatening threatening the populations. Don't and they realize that they would just, you know, move and go somewhere else where they can, you know, live out their dream of, you know, procreating someplace else where it's not so threatened, quote? Yeah, apparently species and, and uh, alike feel threatened okay. by procreating. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's that $575 million for famine planning. Uh, $65 million in two programs. Can you take a guess? Now picture, if you will, $65 million going towards something like roads, bridges, or fixing up um, some deteriorating infrastructure, um, or even just refineries, you know, like, I don't know, getting our oil industry back online by making better infrastructure for them. What do you think? $65 million, right? Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, here's the two things that it goes for, and it's not anything that the Americans want or need. Shocker, right? Here they are. Senator Leahy. Now, he's the one of the oldest senators currently. He's a Democrat. He's been there for like 100 years, longer than Joe Biden was. I know. Shocker. Uh, so he's going to get a lake somewhere where he's from or representing. He's going to get a lake named after him. Oh, that's, that's extremely important. Yeah, seems legit, right? Yeah, absolutely. So he's going to get a swamp. In other words, he's going to get a swamp lake after him. Swamp Leahy. Thank you. Wow. Um, $65 million. So I'm guessing he's going to split that with the next program. Uh, also, I don't know if you know this, but I don't have a building named after me yet. And I thought I was pretty famous. Did you know? Well, I mean, you're famous in this family, right? Yeah. I thought I was pretty famous, right? I mean, I, I thought I was famous enough to get a name. Oh, I'm not. I don't have my name on a building, <laughs> but you know who does besides Obama and Trump mm-hmm. and Michelle, mm. she has her name on a, on a trail coming up. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, of course. the greatest speaker of the house in history, both male, female, non-binary, um, and furry. Uh, she gets a federal building named after her in San Francisco. Which is confusing to me, honestly. Is it? Protect your own husband from getting, you know, whacked off or, you know, whacked by a, a hammer. So yeah, husband gets work. whacked by a hammer and she gets a building work. named after her. Yeah. That really makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Good for you, Paul. Uh, okay, <laughs> so moving on. Uh, so there's parts of bills and parts of money that are tied to things for pet projects that are also earmarked. I don't know the entirety of earmarked, but they've got special projects that um, certain representatives and senators can just sign off on and earmark so that it's guaranteed for those projects. Uh Many of these earmarks are in the bill. There's a lot. He shares a screenshot of what all these earmarks are, but the most important standing out, because I feel like we need this in our country currently. Um, I also like the building that I don't have my name on, but soon in the works. Uh, I don't have a trail named after me. Uh, I would like, you know, Parklands out here by where we live to have 
you know, Ryan Mac trail on it. I think that would blend in really nice. It has a nice ring to it. What about you? Yeah, it has a nice ring to it. I appreciate that. What about Amanda Park or Amanda Street? You know, we could do that sometime, right? There is right? an Amanda Street, just not around here. There, I, there is. I did not know that. Yes. But now I do. Thank you. Uh, but none of us have our own street names. None of us have our own trail names. None of us have our own building names, unless you're Trump, who has been in real estate. But you know who has a trail named after them now? Thank goodness, because I don't know what I would do. I would be lost if I were walking a trail named Trump. Um, but in Georgia, Michelle, I'm sorry, Michael Obama is going to get a trail named after him. And I'm, I'm joking, of course, it's Michelle, but we all have seen the images of never seeing her um, pregnant at all. So we don't know if she's actually a Michael or not. Anyway, Michelle Obama, $3.6 million for a walking trail named after her. And a few more earmarks Dan goes into. Uh, 477000 get this, for, quote, anti-racist training yeah. from the Equity Institute. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't know what anti-racist training means. There's more racism now simply because they've created it. Like, we, we were doing fine without all this crap. And then they started raising a notion of racism. This is That's racism. That's racism. It's really not. You're just jading the word. Yeah, you need to be less white. You're too white. Yeah, okay. I'll get right on that. Thanks. It's fine. Uh, also, I need to be less white. Uh, apparently, I am too manly and too white. So uh, this training, I feel like, would help us both because we need to be less white. Yeah. So anti-racist training from the Equity Institute. I wonder who attends the Equity Institute. I would like to know. Uh, $3 million for a museum in New York City. So what museum would you imagine going up in New York City that would be for everybody? Don't. What, I mean, what, what, what's a museum going to do? Especially if it's showing information that's not true or since they're trying to rewrite history and make it what they want it to be. How's that going to benefit anybody besides the liberals? I don't see it. Yeah, so get this. There's now a museum in New York City, uh, $3 million, I might add, Mm -hmm. for LGBTQ plus people. I didn't know there was a long history of the LGBTQ plus IA NMNLP people. There you go. Um, I'm going to offend some people. I don't care. Uh, so there's a museum. I'm not, I, I don't have a museum. I, I'm a, per, I'm a person. Uh, $3 million. New York city. Hmm. Uh, 1.2 million in services for DACA recipients. So those of you out there that know about the DACA people, they are people that are about our age, thirties that came here illegally 20 some odd years ago, 30 years ago. And we decided under Obama to give them like everything they want when they come over. And we still, it was unconstitutional at the time, but we decided to give it to them anyway and let them stay here. So now they have services, uh, 4.1 million and various career programs for one of the richest counties in the U S Fairfax County, Virginia. So 4.1 also along uh, the way of, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion. So, if the hundreds of billions of dollars of Ukraine money given to, or of our money, taxpayer money given to Ukraine wasn't enough for you, this bill authorizes 
a Ukrainian independence park right here in the good old city of Washington, D.C. No. I don't know about you, but again, I don't have a park and you don't have a park. No. But suddenly, Ukraine independence has a park. Look, I'm, I'm all for supporting you know, and, and helping out with that situation, but I don't believe that we need to actually start bringing that over here. You know, unless it starts to have like a direct effect on us, I'm probably not describing it wrong, but over there, that's kind of different. Like, it, like that's between them. If they need our assistance for something, okay, we can discuss it, but it shouldn't just be brought over here and be like, oh, we support this. It's, it's not, that's not how it goes. Let them fight their battles. If they require assistance, they'll let us know. But I don't feel as though our, I don't know, our, our, our money or our circumstance, it, it's, we just need to stay out of it in this case. Yeah, it's, um, it's not good. It's it's not good. No. Uh, so we don't have an independence park. Um, not that I know of. I think there's different parks across the country, maybe called Independence Park. Actually, might be in D.C. too. But apparently, Ukraine gets an independence park, and our statues that are a part of our history get torn down. So there's that. Uh, did you know also that you don't have a monument? And I don't have a monument, but. There are millions of dollars being spent to make monuments for service animals and journalists. Now, journalists, again, they tear down statues of historical figures, deface Washington, deface Lincoln, uh, tear down Civil War era monuments, but they're going to build monuments for journalists who lie through their teeth and have an agenda and aren't actually reporting news anymore. Makes sense. Uh, also, the bill renames 25 post office, in case you didn't know that we already have renamed post offices, and I don't even know if we've run out of post offices to rename yet. Uh, there's another chunk of money here, just just a little bit. Uh, $524 million mm-hmm. for a new diversity, equity, and inclusion and structural racism-focused NIH subdivision. Now, you guys might remember NIH, National Institute of Health, run by none other than Dr. Elf, I mean Dr. Fauci, uh, is also retiring, so yay him. He's retiring, thank God. Uh, Now they're structurally implementing DEI, as if it isn't already implemented in most facets of our lives already, uh, and racism, structural racism. And the last time I checked, I don't know what structural racism means. Like, is it a chair? Is it a building? I'm not really sure. But $524 million, which that chunk alone would have funded gain-of-function research over the virus, but now they get another $500 million to... Um, go after structural racism as a national institute of health manner because it's, it's health. Racism is health. Uh, 300000 per year for continuous plankton recorder. Chump change compared to the rest of the bill. Side note. Uh, and of course, the section for the NDAA corrections, other gargantuan bill that passed in a rush. Uh he also says, God forbid, that Congress actually proofread legislation before passing it. They didn't read it in some of these technical corrections because they didn't proofread the last major bill. 
Uh, also, um, if you don't know, the, the Middle East is not really high on gender equality um, like we thought. And apparently they treat women really bad over there. And we don't know that. We want women to be equal and have schools and have opportunities and let them be gay if they want to. That doesn't really happen in the Middle East. But we're going to go ahead and give them $200 million for a gender equity fund. Yeah, crickets, right? Because we think that the Middle East knows how to treat gender equally. Um, That's what I did there. Yeah, so as a woman, I can say that. It's not offensive. Anymore, I don't think. Um, and as a woman, uh, a female, um, with female parts, um, in America, I think that's one of 47 genders. I think I think there's 48 now that I think of it because I just there's just one made up as I'm talking. Uh, 200 million for gender equity fund going to Pakistan. What do you think? No, bull. I mean, that's just crap. No, it's not our business. We need to keep our issues over here and not extend money that he's literally pulling out of his butt crack and just throwing to useless things that don't need to be dealt with because it's not our business. How they treat their women, it might be terrible and crappy. Unfortunately, it's it's not it's not our business to deal with. It's just it's not. Yeah, that's great. Pakistan gets 200 million. We get $600. Uh so last year's administrative expenses for the vaccine injury trust fund Oh, the same vaccine that they thought was safe and effective and injury-free, um, they are anticipating a 15% increase in vaccine injury. So now they went from 13.2 million to 15.2 million. So they're anticipating 15% increase of injuries in the vaccine. Who knew? Uh, you have people dying randomly, uh, just walking around, young. No problems whatsoever, and they just drop and like flies. But so. they just advertised, you know, while we were in the shop a minute ago, they just advertised the booster. Like, you need to go out and get this because this is what you need, and if you don't have it, you should really consider doing so because, you know, it's safe. No, it's really not. But they keep advertising it like it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. So they it's almost like they know that it wasn't safe, and it's killing people, so they're bringing more money to the trust fund to help you die from their population control yeah Yeah. the whole population control that bill gates is not a part of but part of yeah all makes sense now yeah so along with that the vaccine injury fund 335 million to prepare for the influenza pandemic so we're in one pandemic and now we're going to get for the flu pandemic coming up including the use of highlighted in this bill surveillance tools I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure surveillance means watching me. So now they're going to watch me and make sure that I don't get the flu. No. But at least we don't have to worry about $7.5 million. They just know that COVID is no longer much of a threat anymore. So they're losing ground and losing power and losing control over getting people to do what they want. So they're coming up with a second pandemic, which the flu has been around since forever. Quite a while, so there's they're grasping at straws at this point. They don't have anything left. Yeah, so um, that's another topic also because I'm gonna get into that and later date I have some exciting COVID nineteen um, 
episodes on the way about that Didn't whole the mess. Presidents recently even say that the pandemic was over, and then had then they had to go back and correct him, saying, "Oh, he didn't actually mean that." Oh, I'm sure, pretty sure he did. Yeah, he said it was over, yeah, but it, there's still COVID yeah. hanging around. You can yeah. still get COVID. Uh, so, aside from COVID, at least you don't have to worry about domestic ra- radicalization phenomenon. Yeah. So 7.5 million to better understand domestic radicalization phenomenon plus 1 million for gun research, gun violence research. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read this part of the bill. Uh, 7.5 million is for research targeted toward developing a better understanding of domestic radicalization phenomenon and advancing evidence-based strategies for effective intervention and preventions. One million is for research to study the root causes. There's that word, root causes. Because the last time I heard root causes was Kamala Harris telling us the root cause of immigration to the United States was need to be determined so that uh, South American countries can can learn and we can learn about them, about the root causes that they're coming up here um, from. So it, it's better. Um, so school buses. There we go. Uh so yeah, one one million dollars for the root causes of school violence to include the impact of effectiveness of grants made under the Stop the School Violence Act of 2018. So, uh, one million is also for research on violence against American Indians and Alaska Natives, otherwise affecting Indigenous communities. I don't know about you, but if I beat up an Indian, a Native American, I don't think that's one million dollars worth of damages. No, no, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on how how hard you hit. Or how Native American they are, like Pocahontas. I mean, if she's more than one one twenty fourth million, maybe she gets a million. I don't know. Uh, so there's that. So violence research on indigenous people, not as a whole, as a nation, but just indigenous people populations. So, um, I'm still fun. For gun violence thing. Like, yeah, one million dollars for gun violence what? research. What more research do you need? Okay, so back to the whole uh, what's her face, <laughs> Pelosi and her husband get cold cocked with a hammer. So are they going to donate, you know, how much did you say? A million? Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to donate to a million dollars to research hammers for an assault weapon? Is that how that works? Yeah, I'd like them to research a million dollars worth or maybe even two million on hammer violence research. Yeah, I mean, I, um, can, I can go in the kitchen right now and that dish that I told you to wash that you didn't wash, I can cold cock your head with it. Would that be worth a million dollars to research for assault weapon? She just incited violence on the air. Yep. You heard that. You heard that. If I'm not here next week, I've been cold cocked with a dish. Uh, as if we don't have any more millions to give out in this bill, 1.57 or 1.7 trillion. Uh, 535 million for Corporation of Public Broadcasting, which also funds NPR via grants. So NPR is a national radio um, media, and they are very far left. Uh, but now they get 535 million for broadcasting. So that's just great. Uh, 66,000 available, uh, H2B visas, temporarily low-skilled workers. So that's an immigration code. Um, the program has also been highly prone to abuse and hurts American workers. So let's just give them more money, this provision. It doubles the 66,000 visas. Uh, 11.3 billion to the FBI, 1.75 billion to the ATF, and 2.6 billion for U.S. attorneys, with an emphasis on January 6th prosecutions and domestic terrorism cases, all with significant increases from the previous year. How about that? Uh, did you know that the House of Representatives has an office of diversity and inclusion? Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. 
Yeah, I knew that. But this goes back to what you were talking about a minute ago. Um, all this money that are being, you know, thrown towards these things that shouldn't matter or are none of our concern or really not even important, that money could be going for things that we desperately need, like better roads, you know, fixing these roads that are destroying our cars because the potholes are size of, you know, Kansas. Um, let's see what else. What else was I going to say? You should went off my mind here. So we got potholes, we have roads, um, helping our border, like, like keeping our border secure and safe, not focusing on somebody else's problems, but let's focus on our problems here at home. Those are important. But of course, you know, as we know, Americans come last in Biden's America. So that's not a shock. Mm. Yeah. So at least you have to, you, you get to pay 26 million for diversity and inclusion. Cause that's, Super important. Yeah. Uh, so there's regulations for horse racing. The Electoral Count Act has been reformed to basically make it a more of a formality. The vice president can't object to elect electors when the process is being done. Uh, $286 million was thrown out there for Title X funding, which funds Planned Parenthood. So they get more money to kill babies. So that's just, that's nice. Uh, $70 million for minority business development. Um, I'm a minority. Uh, I, I identify as minority. Can I get 15 million? No. Okay. Uh, it was released this. So this, this bill, this budget, this train wreck that was passed released at 2 AM and that was passed in the house at the time. And, and this time during these provisions and these, there was no debate. There was no formal process on the floor. 4,000 pages passed by the House, and then the Senate voted on it and passed it. They debated on it. They began a debate, but it's impossible to read 4,000-plus pages. Um, Why do they do that? Uh, so there's a process. What? They're supposed to vote procedurally to bring forth the bill out of committee to the floor and then they have a debate, and then they vote, and they add amendments. This is how it's supposed to process is supposed to work, but they don't want to follow what Democrats. You, I mean, you and I both have been watching the debate tonight with the uh, the election for the for the new was it speaker? Speaker, yeah, for the new speaker. And it took what three tries, and they still haven't come to a to a decision. Like they still haven't been able to make an agreement with that, and they're fighting, and it's making the Republicans look terrible. And so that they, they they can't even have an actual debate without them failing that completely. Like, they adjourned because, like, well, well, we can't get along tonight, so I guess we can just try again later. Yeah, the rules need to be going back to how they were. Um, There's a process. You you put a bill together, you write a bill, you get it through committees, you put amendments onto it, and you vote to get it out on the floor, and then you put it for debate. Right. Both sides debate it. They debate what they don't like about it. They debate what they like about it, and they come together and make more amendments and, and sign off on it and vote again. And then it goes to the main floor of the vote, and then it passes as is, and then it gets sent off to the other chamber. Mm -hmm. That's how the, the process is supposed to work. Um, so there's more earmarks. Dan says 750000 for Trans-Latin Coalition. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, $2.35 million for an improvement or maintenance on the Iditarod Trail, which, okay, fine. Uh, $1.5 million for the restoration of Albany, New York City Hall. You know who had a part in that, New York Democrats. Uh, 400000 for the Racial Justice Improvement Project. So these are more earmarks that certain representatives and senators have their names on that get pushed through. Um, 
So that is just a snippet of what Dan tweeted. There's a lot more information on the actual government website for what's in the bill. But we I thought we'd have a, a few laughs about what was in it um, because it's very dangerous to pass a bill in the middle of the night uh, with 4,000 pages without any as much of reading it, time to read it. And it's like Pelosi said uh, years ago, we need to pass this bill in order to know what's in it. That's not how this process works. You don't pass a bill to know what's in it. You read it, you break it up throughout the year, during your budget year that you have, you break up parts of the bill, you amend it, you debate it, and then you pass parts of the bill. You don't wait until your 10 months is up, vote yourselves an extra two weeks, and then decide, oh, we can't decide again, so then we'll cram it at midnight before we get out of town on Christmas Eve. So there needs to be change at Capitol Hill. There needs to be change in leadership. And, and we're hoping that the, the change in the House is going to stop some of this madness, but we can't even get the right person in place to be Speaker of the House to get lined up. So we've got a mess in Washington still to this day. Uh, so that's a part of the omnibus spending budget. That train wreck is, is going to happen. And it's going to make us even more in debt. It's going to put um, just roughly, uh, I don't know, another 12% inflation probably added on. Um, so those distractions while this bill was being passed, uh, in DC, they don't do anything without planning. They planned to not do this on time. They planned it for the same week that Vladimir Zelensky, Ukrainian president, whose country is being shredded to pieces by Russia, which is a bigger country, is attacking a smaller country, Ukraine. Um, so that's, that's bad. Um, that's, thank you, Kamala. Uh, so Zelensky, instead of wearing a tie and suit, I don't even think he owns a suit at this point. I think he just wears green jogger pants and, and a, and a green shirt. Huh? Yeah, that's, uh, that's John Fetterman. John Fetterman, he should take his notes from John Fetterman, by the way, because at least Fetterman has a Carhartt. This guy wears green commando color, military colors, and just has a jogging suit. So there's that. He couldn't even wear a suit and tie and be more grateful for Congress saying, hey, thank you for the American support. We appreciate it. No, he goes, without your support, we wouldn't have nothing. And we need more money, by the way. And he, he was begging for more U.S. money that we don't have. And he got a giant Ukrainian flag presented to him and waved in front of his face by Congress. Nancy Pelosi was crying and, and foaming at the mouth. She was happy. She did that weird happy clap thing. And Kamala Harris cackled herself on the floor. Uh, Democrats were just jumping for joy at the green military sweatsuit man begging for more of our taxpayer money because if we haven't given them enough already. Uh, so that was distraction on purpose. They shoved 4,000 uh, pages bill, omnibus spending bill, for a year. A year of guaranteed money for the Biden administration to spend it on things that don't matter. Uh, that was the first distraction. The second one... Um, was the Supreme Court decided to hear the Title 42 case. Uh, the Title 42, if you know, is a pandemic-era rule expelling migrants for any health concerns. It's the only mechanism the country has right now stopping anybody at the border. And that was a hot debate because Joe Biden at first said he wanted to eliminate it, and now he was fighting to keep it in place because he's scrambling last minute, and the Supreme Court said that it, it stays because it's it, it has to. It, we're still in a pandemic, apparently. But Gorsuch, who is a conservative on the bench, dissented, 
his opinion saying we're not this isn't a health public health issue it, it's a border issue so we have no place in this debate but there's that uh anyway to end today's show um after reading all the messes in the bill catching up on a little bit of the drama the election and the speakership voting um and the omnibus budget that we are all on the hook for um going forward wanted to get you a little caught up on that um the twitter files um there are more files dropping as we speak i think taibi was already live on twitter dropping more um that is a heavy heavy log of information that i will get into at a future episode um i'm planning on it because it matters um the fbi and the Biden administration should not be tag teaming and censoring and cutting off people they don't like now unless there's a crime committed which there wasn't so um on a local news illinois was set to pass um safety act and i know i had an episode on this previously the safety act was an acronym and it was basically their acronym it was their way of passing no cash bail reform for criminal justice eliminating cash bail taking the power out of judges hands and putting it in the legislature well that was all supposed to now most of the year the safety act has been enacted there was things in it that has already been in place this was just the mechanism of the no cash bail to be implemented january 1st um half of the counties in the state sued including mclean county where we live in central illinois they sued they were part of the lawsuit and a kankakee county judge initially ruled it's a lower court federal judge uh, ruled that the provision of no cash bail was unconstitutional so as a whole it could pat it could stay but that provision was unconstitutional according to Illinois state constitution. You could not um, write out power expressly given to the judges or the courts for cash bail purposes. That discretion and that rule and that power is part of the separation of powers clause in the Illinois constitution. And so Kwame Raoul, the great attorney general we have, decides that he's going to appeal all the way up to the Illinois Supreme Court. And he's going to try to say that he can win and get this upheld that uh, again uh, I think in the interview that Paul Garcia had with Darren um, the story that JB gave uh, about a mom stealing diapers and spending two weeks in jail that didn't happen it never happens the the story that JB Pritzker is using is made up and he wants you to, to base it on feelings and oh well that mom is just stealing diapers so she doesn't need to be held on bail and in court and in jail that's not happening it's people who have stolen more than diapers it is people that have committed crimes such as rape and DUIs and uh, breaking and entering people that are more heinous crimes committed and are getting released on their own without bail because they're not poor they just are determining what offenses can and can't be detained for and held. It's not going to help the mom who stole diapers. No judge is going to hold a mom in jail for two weeks for stealing diapers. She'll get a slap on the wrist. She'll at most spend a weekend in jail. And then they'll probably end up buying her a pack of diapers at some point. They're not going to put mom in jail for stealing diapers. But the Democrats in this state, they don't care. They want to be more like California, where everybody gets a get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, then came the Illinois Supreme Court, shockingly, deciding to stay with the lower court's decision that the entire aspect of Safety Act bill 
was not going to be implemented. So the lower court said that this provision, no cash bill, was only good for the counties that were in it. Um, and half the counties were going to implement it, half the counties were not. And the Illinois Supreme Court's the purpose of the them ruling temporarily to decide that it is not okay to implement all of it so that there was a smooth transition to um, deal with this out of the first year. So the first year happened. It is January 3rd. And the Safety Act has been ruled unconstitutional and it's not in place. So currently in Illinois, the Safety Act is not in place. So there's cash bill remains. Um, so after all that, if you've managed to listen to the 50 minutes of news updates and laughing about what parts of these bills are there, um, I'm glad you're caught up. Um, and we have a new year, new start. I've got some new tech that I'm still working out the kinks on. Um, and working on new episodes and new content for the rest of the year. I have a interview scheduled later on in the month. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, um, but I'm going to fill you in later on future episodes. Uh, so that is all for tonight. Uh, catch me wherever you get your podcasts. Amanda, sign off for me. Well, y'all have a good evening. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Hope you got caught up. And we can't wait for you to see what more we have in store for y'all. All right. Follow me on Facebook at The Ryan Mac Show and wherever you get your podcast. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.